You are listening to Armor the Home podcast, where we equip you to put on the spiritual armor to fight the battles against our homes. It is time to armor up. All right. For those that are listening for the first time, welcome. We're so happy you're here. And then for those that are coming back, welcome back. I am Jessica, and I have my co-host here sitting next to me, Heather Davis. I'm so excited for this episode because we get to hear about Heather and just her testimony and who she is. I would love for you, Heather, just to introduce yourself and who you are. Give us a little background story. I'm Heather, and I am a Christian. I am a mom, a wife. I've been married for almost 15 years. Um, We have five kids. We homeschool, and our days are wild. Um, We have four. We have four daughters, and our youngest is a boy. Um, All four of our girls dance, so. We're all over the place, and it's fun. Yeah. It's fun right now. Um, going into those teenage years with my oldest is – it's like those were moments that I was really nervous about, mm-hmm. and people always seem to like try to – I don't know. I'm like, why do people psych us out about teenagers and how horrible and scary they are? Because, I mean, while we have our challenges, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm I think loving. it's just like the cultural lies that – mainstream wants to scare us with, but we get to speak into that and what those years would be like. Um, I would love for you to share with us um, a little bit about, you know, when you got saved, how old were you? Um, You remember? So yeah, I grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor. Um, I honestly don't remember the first time I like ever asked God to come into my life, Jesus to save me from my sins. I think I was really young Mm -hmm. um, just because I don't remember a time in my life where I hadn't. Um, But that was definitely um, a product of my environment and that's what I grew up in. And I was very much in love with the Lord. Like I can remember from my earliest years just loving being in the presence of God and worship music always being very – big part of what stirred me and prayer always just like prayer was something that my heart connected with very early on um, as a child. So I can't remember when I first gave my life to Christ, but um, I would say as I got into my teen years, um, I definitely hit a point where I was discovering faith for myself and outside of my parents and my home and what I'd been raised with. And certainly had um, a f- some seasons of lukewarmness, rebellion, really, of yeah. just like having – I had to learn some lessons the hard way of what, what it looks like to live my life on my own um, and in, with me calling the shots. Or And then um, it took a bit of humbling myself and getting myself into just like – this isn't working for me. Like the happiness and contented baseline that I was raised with um, isn't here anymore. And that's when, as I started college, faith was a big deal. I I was still outspoken about being a Christian. And so then people would 
either debate me, try to debate me or ask me questions. And it really forced me to have to decide, am I actually claiming Christ in the name of Christ? Is this actually my faith? And, and what does that mean? And um, it's interesting because I met my husband, my now husband um, in college, and he was not a believer at the time, but he was searching. And it was I just think it was God's divine timing of bringing us together that yeah. he was such a large part of my faith coming into being like my faith yeah. and um, actual real encounters with God um, proving himself to me and his trustworthiness and then seeing Tim, my husband, discovering God and um, I say, I've always said that I don't know that I would believe in Jesus like I do if I hadn't seen the way that he transformed my husband because wow. it was like everything that I had been raised with mm -hmm. that I knew as head knowledge and that was transformational power, but it was just it was head knowledge. I saw it played out um, in real time in Tim that as he began to seek God's truth in, in the Bible and ask questions and begin to apply just what he was learning about God to his life, the way that it transformed him. Um, and so we got married. Um, that sounds very yeah. similar to Ken and I, just he was the believer and I was the one who came out of, you know, being Catholic. And so yeah. it's just like, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, no, that's I love really cool. like hearing Tim that. grew up Catholic as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm like so. hearing that. I'm yeah. like, wow, that's that's amazing because it's yeah. very similar. But yeah. so that was pre kids. That was pre kids, and then and you guys we got were married. in school. He was going to school for music theory. He was going to be a music teacher, and I was going to school for nursing. And wow. um, we got married while we were in school. I was 20. And then um, I got pregnant a year later, and we had our oldest at 21, and I dropped out of school at that point because we were young and needing to work and support for support our family. And um, I dropped out of school, and that was actually – it's been – it's interesting because just in recent even months, like the Lord has really revealed to me that part of like releasing of my life of just letting go of that um, – pursuing my nursing degree. It was something that I so wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wanted to raise my family more and I'd, I knew I wanted to be home with my kids. Yeah. And for my daughter's first year, my mom watched her and it was just like, there's just this growing nagging. Like I did not have kids for my mom to raise them. Mm. That is not yeah. how this is going to be. And so when we found out that we were expecting our second daughter, like that's it I'm staying home and Tim so you yeah. were in school when you had your first yes okay I was in school okay yes. wow and yep. then when and the second one came you were like I can't do this yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I dropped out because I was working as well and doing school going to school and it just what I wanted to be able to bring into my home as a mom and a homemaker um I that far more exceeded any other dreams that I had. I wanted to be present there for my kids. And I knew that I couldn't wait to be in a place like career-wise to be able to then start pouring into my kids. It was here and now because they were here. Yeah. Now. So uh, <laughs> yep. yeah. And Tim, I'm so thankful that just, you know, we were so on the same page with that, that he was just willing to dig in and do what was necessary for me to stay home with our yeah. kids. So that's where really just having kids that I, um, my faith really even deepened beyond what it had been 
when Tim and I got married, um, because I knew, you know, ultimately right away I was faced with my lack of who I am as a human being to be a mom and, you know, just all the areas that I felt not enough. I, it drove me right to that place of knowing God is sufficient. And I'd seen my mom for years in the way that she raised us, um, reliant, so reliant on God. And I'm so thankful for her. Yeah her example in that because I knew instinctively like that's I have to I have to get close to God and I have to be hearing from him to be able to raise this family yeah Um, because without God man I don't know how how anybody does it because I know for me it's a daily daily maybe even hourly thing where I'm like on my knees like Lord help me so and kids can can make you realize that even more so so yeah yeah yeah. And was Tim at the time, now you said that he had pre-marriage, he was um, not a believer. So then at what point did he get saved? So he got saved um, before we got married. And um, it was just a few months into us talking. I met him. We met in choir. I had to take an elective and <laughs> I chose choir and it was just, it's so funny to oh, I love that. just like look back on the way that God has written our story because it's just, it could seem so random and so coincidental, but God knew exactly yeah. what he was doing and the timing and just even like my husband's story. My parents have been praying for my spouse like my whole yeah. life and just, yep. Just to see all of that timeline up against my husband's life is just it's it's not a coincidence that I signed up for that choir class. So um <laughs> I met him there. There he was. And, you know, he had such deep questions that I immediately directed him to my dad, my pastor dad. And um it was just a few months into really having those kinds of conversations with my dad. He got his Bible and was reading his Bible. Um that he came to know the Lord. And, um, and then that's when we got serious. Well, I felt like, so we had been dating even before he came to know the Lord. And that was just, honestly, it was a place like when I think about it now, I'm just like, God, you had such care over me and such protection because I mean, we know what the scriptures say about being unequally yoked. And it's like, the fact that God had such mercy over Tim and I and we're just drawing him into us, into him in that season. But it was then that it was like, okay, once he, once he became a believer, it was like, um, I knew I could just like, okay, I yes. love you. <laughs> like, yes. let's do this. Yeah, be a um, team. We got be a serious. Team. Yes. And then we got serious. It was because that's for me. I mean, even then it was dating. I wasn't, I wasn't taking it seriously. And that was part of just like my, um, insincerity towards the Lord really was just the things that I, I knew were important, like being with the potential spouse. That's, that's important decision and, and time spent with important, um, relation and building into an important relationship. And so just when, when he accepted Christ and, and God began just transforming his life so radically, um, it was, it was just like this freeing thing of yeah. like, thank you, Lord, that we get to do this together. Yeah. So what what are or what were some of the challenges that you have faced in your faith um, now as a mom and, you know, raising these beautiful children in the world that we live in today? I mean, you can tie that in with your testimony or just, yeah, what you have been through, I guess. 
you know, um, I grew up in the conservative holiness movement, which was just, if you don't know what that is, just, it was born out of the fifties, out of the Nazarene Wesleyan Methodist movement, um, in America. And there was, there's just very ultra conservative. Um, and while a lot of what they stand on theologically, I still adhere to and believe in, there was a lot of emphasis on appearance and performance. Mm -hmm. And, um, I could, you know, it was growing up, I was very well acquainted with people who looked very holy that were splitting hell wide open. Yeah. And there were people that you're like, hmm, I don't know if they know the Lord, but they had such tender hearts and had a connection with God that yeah. um, they could pray some of the most powerful prayers. So I came out of a place that glorified looking holy and acting and sounding holy, um, but a lot without a ton of emphasis on emptying our closets of skeletons. Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of like, there's a lot, there was a lot of room to hide our shame if we wanted to. So coming out of that, the Lord really brought up my whole family, really my parents and my brothers and myself, um, just into this journey of stepping out from under that kind of legalistic um, mind frame when it came to a relationship with Christ. And in that, going into motherhood and in running my own family, I had the tendency to like want to look like I've had it all together. Um, and that was a crushing weight that I put on myself and carried for a very long time. Do you feel and, like that was because of what was modeled to you? Yes, probably. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Just I never I was never whether it was modeled or not, I was never um in a I never was put in a place where I sat with the uncomfortable realities of like the sins that are easily hidden. Yeah. And like just resolving them. Yeah. Like because it could just be as easy as sweeping them under the rug. Yep. As it is, you know, and resolving them is more painful um, and bringing, humbling yourself and um, surrendering those things to Christ that no one really knows about the, you know, the way that the thoughts and the, just the brokenness, yeah. you know, that we don't, we don't volunteer yeah. to the world, that we don't, that doesn't put our best image out there. I kept that hidden and for many years and did not resolve it. Instead, tried to act like it wasn't there. And part of my personality, I don't like to sit in hard conversations. I don't like to sit to look at the hard stuff, um, the uncomfortable stuff. I don't like to be uncomfortable and I don't like to make other people uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so it's just easier to – it was just easier for years to sweep it under the rug. But after a while um, – it grows and you're not – I wasn't free. Yeah. And um, I was faced with it. I came to this point and you honestly just had such a a huge part of this. And Tanya, our background Tanya here, <laughs> producer Tanya um, as well of um, you ladies sat with me in a moment where – I felt like everything had come to a head in my life that even though I had Christ and was following him and believe, you know, the blood of Jesus covered my life and that I was redeemed. I'm a daughter of God. 
I was still holding on to this baggage, this um, shame, these soundtracks in my head about myself, um, about God even, that I needed to be free from. And it was really just in a moment of desperation and also the Lord bringing me his truth to me and his desire to free me from rage, Mm -hmm. from pride, from feeling like I have to have it all together. It all came to a head where I, I was just so desperate to be free. And he had brought, he had highlighted to me these, um, nuggets of truth that he still could be doing work inside of me and releasing me from things that I had been holding on to or that had been gripping like strongholds that the enemy had in my life that had been gripping me that I had been unaware of were like open areas in my life that the enemy was still controlling me, controlling the way that I thought, the way that I felt and the way I operated. And it was through realizing like the enemy had leverage in my life through these unresolved places of brokenness that came from years back mm-hmm. and even from generationally were on me that um, I just cried out to God and I was like, you need, I need help. And he immediately just started bringing truth to me. And I remember finally um, you were, you had been such a messenger of truth to me in your own journey and being so outspoken of how God had freed you Mm -hmm. from so much even currently in the past few years. And I knew your faith with the Lord was so strong and you had such a great relationship from the outside, from what I could see with God that I was like, okay, if you can get free Mm -hmm. of stuff and it resonated so deeply with me that I just craved it. It was all I wanted. And I just, I remember contacting you one day and saying, I, I need whatever you're talking about with this freedom, this deliverance from this, from these strongholds in your life. I need that. And honestly, like meeting with you and with Tanya and I mean, it was, it was life-changing. It was life-changing claiming the blood of Jesus over my life and closing off access to my soul from the enemy um, and just claiming freedom and breaking off the grip that the enemy and dark spirits had over me um, instantly transformed my life and has set me even on just such a deep trajectory of healing and freedom and for my family, just the restoration that it's it's going backwards and forwards yeah. in our family mm-hmm. right now, relation, like generationally, because I'm seeing the effects it's having on my husband from just from like the freedom I'm walking in. It's had huge impact on my husband. It's having impact on my parents, on his mom. It's having impact on our children. It's in, it's because of that, that I know God is real. He's trustworthy. He doesn't call us into a place of freedom without handing us weapons and, and knowledge and how to maintain our freedom and how to fight for the freedom of our loved ones and those around us. Yeah. And so the greatest thing that he has revealed to me, even just in the last few years of walking, um, just this last year of walking in freedom in a way that I've never experienced before with him, that it's not for me. The freedom is not for me. It is for his glory and for 
the benefit and good of the people around me. Um, and so, yeah, that's Man. my testimony. And wow. I'm just, I'm so thankful for God's intention to pursue me and to rescue me and to be my father. And I'm so thankful for the way that he's brought people into my life that are tangible, um, tangible components of his love and his redemption towards me. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. I feel like just hearing that was very beautiful and raw. And, you know, for those of you that are listening, you know, I feel like this testimony can relate to so many people. Um, I know for myself, me included, um, just what you're sharing is kind of just the gist of Armor the Home, man, like protecting and releasing things that are not of God. And man, I just thank you for sharing all of that. I am just so excited because all of this, you know, our listeners that are listening, myself included, just with our testimonies, God is doing something in this hour when it comes to freedom. Man, he really is. And that's the thing. When we've experienced freedom, we want to share it with others because we know the fullness of what that looks like because of God and what he's done in our lives. And so I am excited for what is to come because this is just setting up for the next episodes, really, and just talking about this because not many people do uh, talk about deliverance, talk about freedom, talk about what it looks like when you have these this baggage and these strongholds in your life and to share that there is hope guys like there there is hope and so we are here with you guys to just share and thank you thank you for sharing fully what your testimony so thank you guys for being with us all right until next time <laughs>